stop Googling and start listening for the love of wellness. With over 50 years in women's wellness, hosts Sam Leeson and Laurel Crossley, along with a weekly special guest, will explore gaps and issues within the women's wellness industry. If you're passionate about topics affecting women's health, such as sleep, grief, body image, and much more, then please stay tuned. Planning to podcast? Thinking of a podcast? Well, on today's episode, we've pulled our podcast producer, Stacey Maynard, out from the dark to showcase her work as a podcast producer. So if you have been thinking about it, considering it, want to do it, not sure, then you need to listen to this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by babyready.info. Welcome, everyone. I'm really excited today to sit here and introduce you to our behind-the-scenes wonder, our producer, a podcast coach. So if you're learning how to podcast, you want to figure out what the ins and outs are, how to get your podcast out there, all of the things, let me introduce you to the wizard of it all, Stacey Maynard. Welcome, Stacey. Thanks. (laughs) Did I get it all? Did I tick all the boxes? What did I miss? No, it's just interesting to be on this side because I'm used to hearing you introduce somebody. And then because I hear so the advantage that I have to the show and to all of my clients is I love being the first to listen. Yes. Right. So I get to go, wow, that was a really cool interview. Oh, I really love that. And then I have to wait until it's actually released before I could like say anything because I always get the behind the scenes and I get to listen first. So that's, I love that part. Yeah. And what we love is that we just get to be who we are and be all silly and serious and cry and not cry and not have to worry about someone going or, or the cat going meow in the background, because we've got you as the backbone of this podcast. Who knows how to edit all that crap out? Exactly. Thank you. Is the only time I can't do magic is, and this is just my biggest like tip of the day, is I find there's either two types of people. There's the, the dog will bark and they'll, they'll like, just they'll stop everything. It'll completely throw them off whatever the case may be, or they'll try to incorporate it in and be like, oh, there's my dog barking or whatever, and it's all good. Or there's the person that completely ignores it and continues to talk. And depending on whether they're wearing headphones or whatever the case may be. So for example, if it was happening in Sam's house, the dog's barking, there's no issue. But if it's happening in Laurel's house and she's talking, she continues to talk over it. So it's just I can't edit that part out, but I can if it's on a separate track. So, yeah, but I don't mind. You know what? Like, it's okay. Like, people get very upset about stuff like that. But you know what? Dogs barking, babies crying, um, people knocking on your door. Like, I think that's where I like the natural part of it because it's still part of life. Like, it doesn't have to be so polished that somebody doesn't, like, care. You know what I mean? If they're going to stop listening to you because something happened in the background, that's not your listener, right? They want to get to know you in your real life and the way that you handle stuff like that. Like, I love it when a mistake happens and Laurel laughs and, you know, Sam makes a comment about it. Like, that's just part of reality and part of life. So keep it in. Yeah. 
Fair. So let's go back to about, I don't know, about seven or eight years ago, I was at a conference and we started talking about podcasting and the importance of, because it, because it was a, a business development um, function that I went to and they started talking about podcasting and I'm like, oh, you know, ugh, oh boy, it's another thing I have to do. But she was saying that it's a very untapped market for the most place compared to other marketing um, strategies. So can you share with us, in Stacy's humble opinion, why are podcasts so important? Well, it used, it, it is still an untapped market. And even though for 2023, when we're listening to this, um, they're projecting almost 500,000 podcast listeners that are in the marketplace today. Mar uh, podcast grew substantially, podcast listeners and podcasts in general grew substantially over COVID. We all know that it happened. <laughs> like we started listening to more. So it's bizarre to say the word 500,000 listeners and still say an untapped market. What has shifted? And you guys are a prime example of the trend. So little did you guys know that you are on trend. Right? Of course we are. Of course we are. <laughs> that just goes without saying. Because pre-COVID, anybody that was, you'd literally curl up your nose and be like a podcast, like me, a podcast host. Like it's all the big wigs. It's all the big guys. Like they're the ones. It has to be this big production. You need a production company to create a podcast. Like how do you get that on there? But with um, the trend of niche marketing, which you guys are prime examples of, the smaller shows to have a smaller following and a loyal following actually is a lot easier. So again, you don't need the big production company. You can hire a person like myself who can put the show out there and you can have the loyal listeners and you don't need 500,000 listens and 500,000 downloads to have a successful show. You can have, you know, a couple of thousand, a couple of hundred, um, you know, whatever the case may be and have a show that has that loyal following and really reach a specific demographic of person because you're niche marketing. You guys are the show bo boobs, bots and brains, right? So you are focused on people who are female, identify as female, female body parts, whatever the case may be. So you are not a general podcast to the general population. You niche marketed yourself. And that is what's going to win going forward. You've, you've mentioned, and we know we are a woman focused, woman identifying focused podcast hosted by to people who identify as women, how many and what percentage of podcasts that are out there these days are actually hosted by people who identify as women, specifically for women as a target audience? Unfortunately, probably not as many as there should be. Um, unfortunately, podcasting uh, is still seen as a male-dominated industry because I think media in general is still a male dominated industry. Um, it's an interesting switch. You're seeing a lot of newer podcasts. Like I would say the new podcasts, I would say are primarily women 
because they're realizing that they have a voice. And I love that. And I can't speak to the ones that are women hosted and women um, targeted. I don't know that statistic off the top of my head. Uh, But I do see a trend in the women hosted podcast, because when you go to the new, it used to be that all you would see would be male faces, and you are now seeing female faces on the um, podcast artwork of the new. So I think, again, I love the fact that we are finding women are finding their voices, that they're realizing they can put themselves out there, and they are finding different ways to do that because unfortunately, you know, maybe social media is not giving them the same results um, and they're going to a place where they can use their voice. And that is what I love to see. So what is, uh, because I know at the core of who you are, you're a strategist. And so you analyze, you, you know, the specific ways to make, a podcast successful. I do. So can you share just without giving away any trade secrets, some of the things that if one was considering putting a podcast together, what kind of recommendations or what's the strategy behind it? That's a big question. I love that you asked the big questions. I think the big one is a lot of what I'm just going to, you know, toot you guys this morning, the entire uh, show, because what you do is you speak to the person. So the only, the only thing that I'm going to say is a big strategy that you guys don't do. <laughs> so I'm going to toot your horn, but I'm also going to, I'm going to give you the, the live advice on air <laughs> is what's the first thing that you said, Sam, when you started this recording. Welcome. Everyone. Yes. So the biggest trend and strategy that you want to think about is that you're not talking to everyone. You're talking to a single person. Because when I'm listening to a podcast, Mm -hmm. I want to sit there and say, holy bananas, they're talking to me. Or that I'm you know, literally you're in my head. Oh my goodness. I can't believe like, I think that you're eavesdropping on a conversation, but you also want to feel like you're part of the conversation. And those are probably the most successful shows is it's hello. Like I literally want to think that you're saying hello, Stacy. You know what I mean? Like you're talking to me, we're having a conversation. The ones that I love are the ones that I feel like I'm literally part of the conversation. I'm literally going, yeah, I agree. Laurel, when you said that, because you're talking to me. So the other pieces that you guys have really on point, um, that's a huge strategy is that you're very focused on time. Mm -hmm. And I love that, right? Towards the end, we're going to hear Laurel's famous words (laughs) (laughs) across the land of we're running out of time. The biggest challenge I think is that um, when people have guests on, they feel like they need to give them more time Um, and you prep right? Like I knew ahead of time what to expect. Now I'm your producer. So I'm a little bit of a different situation. Um, But in regards to the success of it, I feel like number one, you can use an easy platform. Number two, you don't need a big fancy studio, right? Laurel, uh, you can't see this, but Laurel has her um, headphones in from her earbuds from her phone plugged into her computer, right? Sam and I pretty much, we both have like mics and we don't need a lot of really big fancy equipment. And a lot of people have bought them over the years. So that's another 
you know, and talk about the strategy of, you know, starting a podcast. Yes, there's lots of moving pieces in the beginning, but I feel like a lot of people get intimidated by equipment. A lot of people get intimidated by the technology, but it's so much easier now. We have a mic. We all have small rooms on our houses. And if you're just having a conversation with somebody, there's your strategy, right? Like you focused on a niche market. You called your podcast what you um, wanted to call it. You're not talking to the whole world. You guys aren't talking to the whole world. You're talking to your specific market and you've stayed true to that, right? You knew from the beginning who you wanted to talk to, Mm -hmm. what your market was. You focused your conversations on that. You're bringing value to your listeners. You know what I mean? And you're talking from a genuine place as opposed to a script, right? There's there's really the biggest strategy and tips in regards to um, in regards to starting is really understanding who you're talking to. And you guys knew that from day one, from the time you before you even came up with the name, you knew the who. Yeah. You know, you're talking to women those who identify as, as female, um, you understood what that looked like and you named it and the description and everything was focused on them. And you do focus on yourselves. You focus on delivering to the person who's listening. And that's what I love about what you guys do. Are wow. there? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. I mean, <laughs> no, but you did it well and you did it right. So you yeah. should own that. Yeah. And and we did. We spent a lot of time talking about the things that were important to us. Before we even said the words podcast, I think we spent a lot of time talking about what kinds of things are things that are important in our lives with the work that we do outside of a podcast. And then and then Laurel just said podcast. <laughs> and and it sort of evolved from there. If I was waking up today and I had a topic in mind and decided I wanted to run with it. And I have the small room in the house. I have, you know, the mic or the earphones, whichever. Is it easy to find someone who will guide me through? Or is that is that something that you offer? I mean, I kind of leaned on Laurel because she already knew you and kind of hoped that you'd kind of guide us along the way. But what is the first thing that you do when somebody reaches out to you and says, I've got a great idea for a podcast. My first question is why? Why do you want to do a podcast? Right? That's the first question I asked you guys, right? When we had that conversation. It's very easy to find someone that can help you. Um, What I would guide people on uh, when looking into that or to asking those questions is if someone makes it sound really, really, really complicated and only they can do it and you have to pay them $5 billion in order to do it, run. Right. Because it's not true. I'm here to tell you it's not true. I'm actually here to tell you you can do it for free on your own. If you have a little bit of technical um, know-how, you can do it on your own with no cost whatsoever. So if someone's going to charge you $5 million and tell you that it's so complicated that they're the only ones that will be able to help you, they're absolutely incorrect. Like I'm just, I'm just going to be completely blunt about it and I'm not going to take down the production industry. There are very, very highly, heavily produced podcasts out there, but it doesn't have to be. And if somebody tells you it has to be, then they're wrong. And and what is the the reason? Is that to see if they've actually got something? You ask them why they want to do a podcast. Is it because you want to know if they have a true story to tell, if they have a true vision of where this could go? Or it's because it's not a short-term game. Okay. 
right? Podcasting is not a one and done. You know, a lot of people will do the the one season, they'll record 10 episodes, they'll put it out as a podcast, and they'll literally go, okay, I did my podcast check, but then they didn't get any results from it. And as soon as they don't get any results from it, in their 10 episodes, they'll say, oh, it didn't work. I'm never doing a podcast again. But a podcasting is a long-term project. Is a it, You have to be in it for the long haul. It is not something that happens overnight, kind of like a YouTube channel. You know, like people say the overnight success after 400 videos, right? It's the same concept of a podcast. It grows gradually, but it is a long-term game. So you need to be in it for the right reasons, right? You have to be in it as a, you know what, this is what we want to do. This is why we're doing it. We want to give back to our community, you know, the passion is there. You can feel the passion that you guys have for it. When you bring in the guests, you, the, when you talk, you know, you didn't let it, you know, go down. You didn't let your podcast go down. When Laurel was unable to be a host for a little bit, you brought in a co-host, you know, you honored your audience and you honor them because the value you want to give to them is it coming from the right place. If you're just going to go, well, you know, I just want to test it out. I heard podcasting is a thing. So let's go. I'll do it. We'll see how it goes. Ah, oh, it didn't work. All right. Podcasting sucks. You know what I mean? Like that's not really a good reason to do it. You also have to, because you guys have came together as a partnership. That's the other, it's really, really hard. I had a failed podcast. I learned so much from my failed podcast. I did as a co-hosted uh, conversation. We didn't have guests. We just did a co-hosted conversation and it was a disaster. Like it was a huge failure. And I firmly believe we learn more from failure than we do uh, sometimes from success. What gaps do you see in the marketplace? Because you're looking at, I know you are, you're in bed at night going, wonder what podcasts are out there. Do you notice any gaps um, if someone's listening and they're thinking, mm, I would really like to do a podcast. Or, do you see any gaps in what's not being serviced or who's not being serviced? Or can you make that kind of assessment? You know what? I'm going to, I can't really make the assessment of what's not being covered because there's a lot of different topics that are being covered. I think the biggest, um, and this actually happened yesterday. So it's very interesting that you asked that question because everybody feels that their topic or their opinion is already out there in spades, mm -hmm. right? I don't need to talk about this topic because everybody's talking about that topic. Well, it's actually not true. So yesterday, I'm literally sitting with, uh, with a client and we're talking about the name of her podcast. And it seems so simple. It's like, I I'm not going to say it right now because it might change. But I literally went, well, like, what are the odds? Like, what are the odds? Like, that's such a common name. Like, obviously, somebody's done a podcast on it. Duh. And I literally searched nobody. Like, I, I went on and I'm like, how? How is this? combination of terms not being used because it was so common. Like it wasn't like everyone feels like they need to go in so many different directions, but actually we we're like just so basic and it's like, it's not being done. And this is something that I would Google if I was that. So when you think that there is a show out there and then even if there is, even if there's 500 of them, nobody has your voice, nobody has your opinion, right? Nobody does an intro like Laurel. Nobody does a closing like Sam, you know what I mean? The way that Sam talks about, you know, females and their identification and, and the genuine 
love that you guys have for speaking to your guests and all of that kind of stuff, that's not duplicatable. Right. Right. So it doesn't matter if there's 500 shows out there, there's 500,000 listeners who are going to be checking things out and you have to resonate. And that's what I think I love about podcasting is that they get to literally hear your voice, right? I mean, yes, they video is different. Like it's interesting because if you're watching a video, I would challenge the, how much you're actually listening and how much you're watching, mm-hmm. right? I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. You can't watch and listen at the same time. <laughs> I mean, you can't. But when you are listening, it's one of your senses. You have earphones in your ears and you're listening. That's it. You have their voice and it's intimate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? More than a video because a video you're sitting back and you're watching and you're good and whatever. And you're looking over here and you're half listening, you're half watching, you're half doing this and you're half doing that. But when you're listening, it's extremely intimate. So you really do get to know someone. That's so interesting that you say that because last year I started interviewing people for baby ready for it's a, something completely unrelated to uh to boobs, bods, and brains, although we've talked about it on, on the podcast. And I thought that I needed to record people's conversations with me over Zoom and, and put that up for people to see. When in fact, and then somebody said to me, are there audio files? And I said, sure, I can put together the audio files. I hadn't really thought about it, but they've been accessed more than the video files have been. Yeah, people are listening more um, mm-hmm. because it it's something, and again, with audio, right? Like same with this podcast of this episode, I'm going to say a shout out to people who are in their cars, a shout out to people who are working out, a shout out to people who are going for a walk, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be is even though they're doing something different or they're doing something else while they're listening, I still think it's more intimate than uh, than any other medium out there. And I think it's also more authentic very happy to see the increase again in shows that are hosted by females simply because, you know, the voice, right? Like I, I just, I go back to this one uh, person who goes, I'd love to start a podcast, but I hate the sound of my own voice. So can somebody else do it for me? No, no, your voice is your superpower. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the way you say things, the way that you intonate words, the, the accent that you have, um, the, the way that you say whatever, like it is your superpower and no, somebody cannot, can you imagine, can you just imagine Laurel coming to you and saying, I want to run this podcast with you, but I hate the sound of my own voice. So I'm going to have somebody else do it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It wouldn't be her voice. Like it yeah. wouldn't be her. It wouldn't even be it's anything. Not, no, oh, no. Excuse me. Oh, not, I mean, not God. just her physical voice, but it wouldn't have her energy meaning her energy behind it yes energy thank you it's impossible so um i just finding your voice both physically emotionally all of that is so important everybody has a voice everybody has something to say and everybody has something to say in the way that they say it yeah so own that love it and be be okay with it you don't you know nobody likes the sound of their own voice I but hate I'm gonna to have do to edit this. this episode later and I'm going to have to listen to my voice. <laughs> well, and here's the whole gist of the thing. We're out of time. Uh, so the we don't have to listen, Laurel. 
<laughs> oh, wait. The famous one is we're almost out of time, but you know, we're having such a great conversation. We might have to have you back on a show one day. <laughs> I could like wrap it up for you. There you go. Hey, have you heard those words from us before or from Laurel specifically? Well, I don't know if the listeners know this, but I used to be in do TV shows. And so I had a crew doing, you know, circling their arms and waving and like time and like, you know, and I'm trying, <laughs> you know, you got, you got 50,000 directors or directives from the people, you know, the camera people and the producers in your ear hole. So I know when to shut her down. And now she's the timer. How can people find you, Stacy, so that they can learn more from or or work alongside you? Uh, you can Google me. You can you can Google my name. I'm on social media. I'm at socially Stacy. And then my company is the Mastermind City. So the mastermind.city. And you can find um, Mastermind City on all the social media channels as well. Perfect. Thank you so very much for joining us today and for sharing your wisdom with anyone who feels like they've got a topic they just need to address and you've given them the inspiration and the power to do it. Thanks for listening to the Boobs, Bods and Brains podcast. If you would like to learn more about us or our past episodes, then check us out on Instagram. Click the link in our bio to visit our website to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. We are always excited to have you offer different show topic ideas. If you have a suggestion, reach out via Instagram or our website. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Boobs, Bods, and Brains podcast and invite all of the women you know.